this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast, your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. Episode 190 is brought to you by Henry Reynolds, Laura Law, and Will B, some of our newest Patreon patrons. This week, Nina, Sergio, and I are going to show off the new Haken artwork for the month of July, discuss the new Aquarium Animal Crossing exhibit coming to Japan, and Nina will be teaching us about the ancient statue. So to begin... Hello, Nina. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. I'm, uh, you know, I'm in full summer mode right now, so <laughs> doing very well. Yeah, no responsibilities, living the life. <laughs> That's where I am right now, except for, you know, some work here and there. Yeah. <laughs> and then, hi, Sergio. How are you? Hey, Chewy. I will be honest with you. I'm doing pretty awesome, too. <laughs> it's been a, a nice long weekend here for us, and it was a nice one. Awesome. Yeah, I'm glad. It's been good to get a little break for all of us and yeah. have some fun for once instead of working all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess speaking of breaks, uh, we have some new artwork and you'll notice this really cool piece has some villagers sleeping in their shells. <laughs> and it's, so it's, it's pretty adorable. It's unique. Um, I really like this one. This was made by Nedhir Noor. And he was, he just did an awesome job on this. He basically sent me um, just what he was thinking. And as soon as I read it, I was like, yeah, I want this. Make it happen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I guess, I don't know, a lot of people don't really know the background of how commissions go for Haken for the most part. But, you know, sometimes people reach out to me, I check out their stuff, I, you know, respond back, get them working on things. But really, like, as far as directions go... I give some suggestions, like really broad, like it's July, the, I guess there's summer stuff going on, people are at the beach, that sort of thing. And then if you're open to giving your own suggestions and ideas, go for it, you know? And this was one right. of those situations where they came up with this whole concept and really ran with it. And I really <laughs> like what they did. So cute. Yeah. Especially yeah. Kurt. So he looks so cozy. <laughs> I yeah. love it. I love that the shell is kind of like a little blanket uh -huh. that he's pulling yeah. in over yeah. his shoulder, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I love the vibes that the villagers are giving with this one for sure. They're definitely yeah. cozy and happy today. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess I should read the statement we got from, Nid we got from Nidhir. And they said... 
I would like to focus on the idea of collecting shells, kind of like how we collect memories, playing with the shapes and having the villagers around it. The overall concept would be a focus on a sort of nostalgia, memory making slash keeping and relating it to shell collecting. I also haven't been able to play as much nowadays. I guess it's kind of bittersweet to imagine the villagers I left behind to just be napping quietly with all the memories we've shared until I boot up my island again. (laughs) Oh, wow. So, yeah, a cute little concept of this is what our villagers are doing while we're away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Sergio, I guess what did you think of the piece? Oh, I like it. You know, it's very unique for sure. And, yeah, it's a nice break from more of the, I would say, like, traditional art pieces that we had. But it's it's a very inter- interesting spin on it. And I like it a lot. Very cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them tend to be, like, a very, I guess, it's a setting, really. Like right, an outdoor right. setting, an indoor setting. And this one's definitely more abstract yes. than where they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I guess if you all want to follow Nadir, he's all over the place. He's got a website, a Twitter, an Instagram, and you'll be able to find those links in the description. So be sure to check the show notes either on YouTube or anywhere you're listening to the podcast and you'll find them there. And yeah, go and give them a follow. Follow their work. They're doing some really awesome things. So... Oh my goodness. I was doing research into this and I was blown away. Let's get into this next topic. There is going to be an Animal Crossing aquarium exhibit (laughs) in Japan. What? I saw this very late at night last night. I sent it to you all. I don't know what time it was, but (laughs) basically when you got that link was the moment I saw it. (laughs) Okay. I guess it was a... But you also sent us the leak in in Japanese, so (laughs) I I hadn't been able to translate it. It's the same one I'm using. Basically, I just let Google (laughs) translate it for me. And um, yeah, so basically what's happening with this is there's the venue is Yokohama Hakajima Sea Paradise. So I think this is an aquarium over in Japan. And... Between July 12th, 2021, which is coming up on uh, Monday, I think, to August 31st, 2021, there is going to be a special Animal Crossing themed exhibit there. So the specifics are they're going to have over 100 fish and this got translated to seafood. Um, we'll say like <laughs> oh, sea no. life or something. <laughs> but a hundred, over 100 creatures from New Horizons will be in the exhibit. And all of them are going to have little, um, you know how there's information written on plaques and stuff? Yeah. Blathers yes. is going to be the on all of those plaques and giving some information on these creatures. Mm-hmm. And this is very fitting, especially for the fish, because we know Blathers is pretty... I mean, if it were bugs, it would be a different <laughs> story. You know, we'd get some pretty <laughs> unique dialogue from Blathers there. But, you know, we're going to get an excited blathers here for this one so i mean the the tough part about this is it's happening for a month and a half deep in the pandemic probably this sounds like very similar to the um the olympic uh Mm. i guess timeline right is that is that pretty accurate nina since you follow a lot more closely than i do um sort of yeah the uh the opening ceremonies are at the end of july so this starts a little earlier but you know getting ready Mm -hmm. for all the Mm -hmm. guests i guess yeah probably giving also 
Japan a little bit of time before it's super crowded. Because <laughs> I imagine if I would if I were going to Japan during the Olympics right now, I would want to hit up this exhibit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it's a really cool thing. Uh, you basically get the real life Animal Crossing treatment here uh but this isn't it like even though there's over a hundred things to look at from new horizons there is also a whole slew of other activities going on so umi farm which seems to be part of it is gonna have a cj fishing tournament so what they're doing is they're gonna have a bunch of different tanks with a bunch of different fish and people are gonna well kids mostly are gonna be able to actually fish (laughs) in these and catch like real life fish from the pictures that I've seen they're catching real things and basically you get a score based on the number of fish you catch or the rarity and that sort of thing but the winner will get a special CJ sticker so this is this is a real life fishing tournament in (laughs) I I can't believe this we have a fishing tournament (laughs) I think coming up this weekend right i wonder if it's catch and release or if maybe seafood was a correct translation (laughs) i mean who knows at this point um maybe it's catch and release maybe you're gonna be making dinner later tonight but regardless there are real fish involved in the making of this exhibit wow and i (laughs) I mean, it also makes me wonder. I don't think they would do this kind of thing over here in the States. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I guess I don't know how feel how people feel about, like, you know, fishing up fish <laughs> and right. doing that. But, you know, other animals, maybe it's a little bit of a no. They've got rights kind of thing. I, right, so. right. Yeah, sea, sea creatures <laughs> seem to be on the bottom of the totem pole for that. Yeah, I, I feel like people don't worry about fish as much no. as other animals. Uh, wow. I guess I do. That's my thought about it. Mm. Um, anyways, so CJ Fishing Tournament. And I love that they call them, I, I think the name was translated into Justin while I was reading this. Oh, I yeah. think that's the, the Canadian name of cj because he's like justin beaver (laughs) (laughs) so a little fun side note right there but i knew they were referring to cj just because i I recognized the name the character (laughs) (laughs) so there's another location i think it's furai lagoon and this one you actually get up close and personal with the sea creatures you're in a little tide pool hunting for clams and scallops so you i mean this is probably where you want to go first make sure you get enough fish bait for that tournament you know um (laughs) but really once you find a scallop you do get a special pascal sticker which is obviously very fitting considering you know once you find a scallop in animal crossing new horizons that's what gets pascal to appear so they are doing I mean, this is three things already, and they're doing so much to make it feel as Animal Crossing good yes. as possible. Yes, yeah. and I hope this sticker comes with some uh, patented Pascal wisdom, you know? <laughs> oh, that'd like be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. What, uh, this brings me back to just, like, why is Animal Crossing not part of this Nintendo theme park thing? Because it's <laughs> yes. like, come on. Get little, make little scallop fortune cookies and you get a oh little gosh. Pascal wisdom at a restaurant. <laughs> Amazing. 
obviously what you need to do. We, come on, Nintendo. If you're listening, make <laughs> this happen. I, I guess you are. Like, literally, people are going to be <laughs> finding clams and scallops. But yeah, uh, just for a month and a half in Japan during a pandemic, it's, it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could go to this. Um, so, I mean, it doesn't end there. There is a real-life stamp rally with this whole what? thing, too. You can purchase a stamp rally book for 200 yen, which I think it's really cheap. Yeah. That's like $2, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like two bucks, right? So you'll get a book. You can collect stamps at the 10 different locations that they have. I think there's a whole map to all the exhibits and everything in it, too. But once you've collected all the stamps, you'll get, and this one's very vague, but it said you'll get an original sticker designed by the animals once completed. So it did not say it was like a CJ sticker, a Pascal sticker. Mm. It just says it's designed by the animals. So I don't know what it could be. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. What if they just like slap a fish on your book or something? Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you can kind of scroll through. I'll I'll put the link in the show notes for everybody, too. It, it like... Nina said earlier, it's all in Japanese. So if, I think if you're on Google Chrome, it'll translate it to, mm. you know, yes. your language of choice for you. Um, but you can go through and look at all the pictures of the things that they have going on there. It looks really cute. Um, and this isn't even it. Like, this is only, <laughs> we're like halfway here. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. Going on. They're, they're going to have a lot of goodies for sale. There's a special New Horizons file, like clear mm-hmm. file, mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of like something you put like papers in, that sort of thing. Um, there's cookies with little characters on them. Um, they're actually not like the cookies aren't shaped and colored like the characters. There's just like it's a cookie and then it looks like the character stamped on there. Um, oh, OK. OK. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cute. It looks delicious. I would eat them. And then there's a tote bag, too, a special tote bag for this event. Um, and then from there, you can use your um, My Nintendo app to use the GPS check-in right what? there. And you'll receive an amiibo as well as an original postcard, which is New Horizons themed. Um, it looks like they are amiibo cards and I think you're only getting one and I don't know if it's, it it seems like it's just going to be a random one. They just had some different characters Mm. in the actual website that you could look at. Um, but yeah, pretty cool that people are going to be getting free amiibo for just showing up to this place. (laughs) And then because they have to have they they've went all the way with this whole event. There are going to be some oh. other little goodies located on the site uh, that you'll be able to buy in the gift shops. And one of them is the All Star Plushie Collection. We saw these and talked about these a while back, but they're the ones with those little CJ Flick, Gulliver, Pascal, Celeste, Blathers. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so all of those that we talked about way back, the collection that we feel Build-A-Bear should have been this <laughs> whole time. And, I mean, they got the name to carry them that way. All-Star Collection, they, they nailed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also have an Isabel, Timmy, and Tommy, and Tom Nook on top of those Whoa. other ones. Because uh, before, I think it was just the other six, right? Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, and then they'll have some erasers with a bunch of different characters. You know those character erasers. We've all seen them. Um, some really cute stacking mugs. 
Uh, I saw three different designs on the website, but they look pretty adorable. And then some acrylic keychains, which are some of the other special characters that we've seen in New Horizons. So this place is going to be packed between July 12th and (laughs) August 31st because this is truly an incredible event. I cannot believe... I, I just keep thinking, like, I'm right... I'm in California now. We're so we're closer to the ocean than ever. Bring it to one of these aquariums because I need to go. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess Sergio, what do you think of this event? Oh man, it's exciting. I mean, at the very least, you know, hopefully we get we get some footage of all of these activities and all the items. And you know, maybe some people are gonna buy some of them and put them up for sale. So if we really want something, <laughs> maybe we can buy it. Uh, I was thinking the all-star plushie collection. I don't know. It doesn't have cake. I don't know if it's really an all-star collection, you know? (laughs) Oh, man. I guess that does that make the Build-A-Bear one better than for you then? uh, I mean, yeah, for me, yes. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, all in the cookies. I mean, they got to have a cookie cookie, right? Oh, I mean, of course. (laughs) And I'm thinking maybe they're going to go with the flavor ones, like a maple cookie, a cherry cookie. You know, oh the ones that make gosh. sense? <laughs> Tanky cookie. Yes. I'm trying to think of other ones. <laughs> uh, delicious. No, I'm all about that. <laughs> Ketchup cookie. <laughs> yeah. And Nina, I guess, what do, you, what do you think of these? I think this is amazing. It's just in time for, like, the, you know, summer festival season that, that goes on in Japan. I think that sounds amazing. And I'd love for it to be, like, a pop-up shop somewhere in America. I We need it here. Maybe with, like, you know, pretend fish catching. <laughs> you know, in those carnival <laughs> games where it's, like, those mechanical fish that open and close their mouths. <laughs> Maybe do that instead. <laughs> but this looks, I mean, this sounds like so much fun. Yeah, this is, like Sergio was saying, like, as I was scrolling through all these things and seeing some of the stuff that they're going to have there, oh my goodness, the mugs, they look so cute. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm going to be going through eBay and Mm. just (laughs) trying to find some of these things to actually order because this is a really cool thing. This is like the kind of stuff that I've felt has needed to happen ever since I guess Nintendo just announced they were doing a theme park thing. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And now this gives me just like tons of ideas of like, what can we do for Haycon in Animal Crossing (laughs) Convention? Oh, that's true. (laughs) So maybe we'll have a little fishing tournament. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's also just an example of... Uh, merchandise we need but we're never gonna get like i I, again like you said unless we search ebay but if only they would sell this kind of stuff online nintendo can make so much money we just we just are always getting kind of scraps when it comes Mm -hmm. to merchandise yeah i really don't know i mean i guess you know first and foremost i think nintendo focuses on the video game aspect of things and they do make a lot of like collectible toys and that sort of thing that we can all collect and enjoy Mm -hmm. but it's always really limited yeah there's hardly like you know any real big opportunity for people to you know comfortably collect these without having too much of an issue Mm -hmm. so 
I I just don't know when that'll change, and I doubt that it ever will. It just seems like they like to do these one-off things, try it out, see how it goes, have their fun, and then that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, this is the th- type of thing, though, that I feel would do really well kind of across the world yeah. with places. Like, just people being able to go and enjoy an aquarium, a day out, go learn some things. Blathers is a really smart bird. We're going to learn so many things <laughs> in those exhibits. <laughs> so now I'm just thinking, I really hope that we do see, like, YouTube videos of this. Oh, I was just thinking, yeah. Yeah, I would love to see people give us tours of, like, here's what's going oh, on. You yeah. Know? Yes. How cool would it be uh, if they sent out Kit and Krista um, <laughs> to oh, do a Nintendo Minute episode? Yes. You know how they've done like behind the scenes for E3. Um, they should send them out to to Japan, and they can cover this, and then maybe some Olympic stuff. I don't know. Oh yeah, <laughs> they need to for sure because cool. uh, you know Pikachu is probably going to show up somewhere. Oh yeah, at the I Olympics. Mean, yeah. <laughs> When when the Olympics were going to Japan, to Tokyo, someone came out of a Mario tube to announce it. So <laughs> it's got to happen. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo's just a big part of Japan. And we want to see them represented. And Kit and Krista need to show up and give us a tour of this aquarium exhibit. Yes. Because yeah. I, I, I just keep looking at the dates and I'm like, I know for a fact I'm not going oh, <laughs> to yeah. this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wish I could. So, yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully they bring something like this to other places. They could do a bunch of different things where, especially like, I feel like fossil exhibits tend to have a really cool fun activities Ooh, for kids and yeah. stuff. They always have oh, those rooms yeah. where they're like, use the brushes right, to... Right try to uncover these fossils underneath, you know? And I feel like all of those would work really well. Like, it doesn't have to be limited to fish. It's really cool. Um, But, yeah, you could do this at an art museum. You could do this at, um, you know, just a bug exhibit, that sort of thing. So uh, there's a lot of opportunities with this. So I hope they see a lot of success out of it. And... It's not too stressful to keep them from doing it in other places. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I w- I'm ready. I'm ready for real-life Nintendo action <laughs> here. Literally the other day, I was reading some post about, uh, I guess it was just some news article about how Japan's selling $500 homes to try to get people to move to rural Japan and stuff. And I'm like... How many homes can I buy if they're five hundred dollars? Can I make a real life Haken uh, on <laughs> oh in Japan gosh. now? <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, and more and more, I'm just like, all right, real life Animal Crossing. That's the <laughs> life we need to live. Yes. Yeah. Oh, with your own little <laughs> garden and everything. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah anyways um once again this aquarium exhibit is in yokohama hakejima sea paradise i believe that's the the name of it i'll have it all linked in the description for you all to check out because it's really cool and once again if you find yourself in japan between july 12th and august 31st just take video post it on youtube we want to see (laughs) what this is all about. It it sounds and looks amazing already, just from the descriptions we've seen. (laughs) Yeah, and hopefully it's a bit of a test run and they see a lot of success and they think, well, 
Yeah, let's let's do some of these in in America and Europe. You know, we have fans over there too, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got tons of places that I'm sure would really enjoy something like this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. So I guess Nina, I'm gonna let you take it away from here since we're on the museum track these days. You're gonna tell <laughs> us about another piece of art. Uh, yeah, you guys ready? Ready to learn, kids? Yeah. Is it <laughs> Nina Art? Have you have you come up with another name outside of Nina Art? Uh, or is it sticky? Yeah, you know, museum time to learn fun things with Blathers and Nina. <laughs> <laughs> cool cool maybe we'll keep workshopping it all right sounds good <laughs> if, you, if you say so i thought that was a good one it's pretty good <laughs> um okay so we're doing the ancient statue um which is i think a pretty new one i'm not sure it was in anything before New Horizons. I'll double check, but it's fairly new, this little ancient statue. Um, and he has a fake to look out for, um, which is the antenna. So you'll have to look out for if, if your ancient oh, statue wow. <laughs> has antenna. Um, also, can I cut you off here? Yeah. Because the fake ancient statue is one of my favorite pieces it's in this so game. It's so good, yes. <laughs> because... It, when it turns night, its mm-hmm. eyes start to glow blue, mm-hmm. but you poke it and it floats <laughs> in the air. Yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the haunted pieces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, this... I love a good haunting. And um, what's really interesting is we'll get into that later about why the fake has antenna and floats and glows. Oh. And <laughs> there's a reason, which is oh, kind wow. of hilarious. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> so the ancient statue is like this little pottery guy who's like very elaborately decorated. It kind of looks like a human, um, but it's got like kind of thick, stumpy uh, appendages, I guess. Right. Um, and it almost looks like it's wearing goggles. Um so the artist is unknown because of how old this piece is. It's from mm. um, the Jomon period in Japan, which is from like 15,000 to 400 BCE. So it's a huge period of oh, time. Wow. And that it was a an very long statue. time ago. <laughs> yeah, they're super <laughs> old. <laughs> they're super old. Um the they're called um in Japanese and please excuse me, just like last time when I couldn't speak Dutch, this time I can't speak Japanese. <laughs> um, but they're called Shokoki Dogu, which means um a goggle-eyed earthen figure. Um, and that's because, like I said, it kind of does look like they're wearing goggles, but a lot of um historians believe that it's similar to like the sun goggles that Inuit people wear to not get snow blind. Like it, mm. it's it's like just a piece of wood or something in front of your face, sometimes bone, where you cut like long slits so that it blocks most of the sun out. So that's what a lot of people think that those are, what they're wearing and why they look kind of funky, which is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right now, this piece is located in Tokyo in the Ueno Museum, um, but they do move around too because a lot of these pieces, um, well, so there have been about, um, 15,000 of these found all across Eastern Japan. Yeah, they're all over the place, um, except for 
for some reason, they're not found in Okinawa at all. Um, hmm. But three of them were um, deemed national treasures. And, and so those three travel a lot. And at one point in 2010, <laughs> they were all together in the Tokyo National Museum, which is kind of cool. Yeah, they're, they're just strange little things. And not a lot is known about them, again, because of how old they are. Um, so it has to do with like kind of a lot of guesswork and, and you know, anthropologists having to make educated guesses about what they were. But here's what Blathers has to say. He says it's a mysterious riveting doll made from kneaded unglazed dirt during the Jomon period. Its large round eyes resemble goggles that intercept light. So its name should come as no surprise. Shokoki means light intercepting goggles and Dogu is a small animal figurine. Um, they're really cute little guys too. There's a lot of different types of them. If you look them up, the one in Animal Crossing is definitely designed against a certain one, but they're all different types too. Like that one's not a standard type of, of dogu. Right, right. Yeah. And then, um, the Jomon period was super, uh, important for Japan. It was like the beginning of people going from hunter gatherers to like an agriculturalist society, also known as like a semi sedentary lifestyle. Um, (laughs) the beginning of the period was when pottery was first discovered in Japan or created in Japan. Um, some people think that it was, kind of influenced by early pottery in China, but um, some people disagree with that. And um, these dogu figures were made in the late Jomon period, like after pottery was just utilitarian and started to become kind of religious and decorative and stuff. Mm, So mm -hmm. they, and it's super interesting. So they, a lot of people think that these figures acted as objects to like transfer sickness or sorrow. So a person might, you know, cast their sickness or sorrow into the piece and then bury it or destroy it. So many mm. times you won't find a whole figure. You'll find pieces of it because it was broken up right. um, in order to like rid themselves of the ordeal they were going through. And other people think that they were like fertility figures that played a part in a religious rite. So it kind of, depends on what the piece looked like and if it was found whole or if it was found shattered. They're really yeah. <laughs> not sure. They're kind of all over the place with it. But these are not the same as as Haniwa figures, which are known as gyroids in the older games, or like Lloyd yes. is a gyroid. <laughs> Those were like hundreds of years later, and they were funeral pottery, <laughs> so it's totally mm. different. <laughs> Those are like super creepy. We'll have to get into them sometime. They're really cool. That'll be another, that'll be another whole different section of yeah of the... just exploring the <laughs> objects of animal crossing <laughs> yeah exactly um and because they are so ornate and um so well fired like kiln wise with their firing techniques um a lot of pseudoscientists believe um that the dogu are representations of aliens who came to visit the Jomon people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um specifically a Swiss pseudoscientist named Eric van Dyken. He um <laughs> 
he's one of the ones who even wrote a book and made a movie about aliens visiting all across the world and, um, you know, bestowing their knowledge upon, like, the ancient Egyptians <laughs> and the uh, Jomon people. Um, but usually these pseudoscientists are just kind of trying to discredit non-European early intelligence and engineering. Like, oh, mm. these people weren't white. No way they were smart enough to figure this kind of stuff out. So <laughs> it's never good to uh, give credit to anything like that. But that is the reason why it floats and glows like it does. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> funny Isn't how that, that plays. Yeah, that plays into it. And I'm glad, you know, they made a statement. This is the fake one. Yeah. It's not yeah. alien yeah. stuff. It's not real. It's yeah. not. But they are, like, so different than any other type of pottery that came from that period. So that's why they're so important. They're so highly decorative, which is really mm. cool. Yeah. And, I, I mean, you know, just playing the game, it's so such a different sculpture yeah. from everything else we have, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's really cool to see. And, uh, you know, we'll have to double check if it was a new one or not. But I think it, it was mm. new. To, it might be. Uh, oh, look. Game. Also in Happy Home Designer, apparently. Oh, interesting. They added it. Happy Home Designer is such a strange <laughs> game that has added so many new things that, I don't know, it's a, it's a surprise every single time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. New Leaf, yeah. too. Also New Leaf. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. So cool. there you go. Yeah, it's a fairly new art piece, which is exciting because they needed to, like, branch out into different art styles. Um, and it's a cute mm -hmm. little guy. I really like him, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm really glad they're branching out with the art styles, too. Um, yes. Just in general, what I always tell people about New Horizons is just, like, yeah, we're missing a lot of those old classic sets that people enjoyed and everything. But I'm like, we had them for four games. I think <laughs> it's nice that we got like a nice little change here. And so just any fresh thing that we're getting, bugs, fish, art, everything just feels like, yeah, we needed a little bit of a refresher for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there yeah. you go. Thanks. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I'm really... Uh, I'm blown away by it. Yeah, it's really I cool. was too. I I didn't take a whole lot um, of Asian art studies in college, so I, you know I love any chance I can get to delve into it. And this one was fascinating, surprisingly fascinating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm really I'm glad you got to go over them and going them. Um, there, I mean, you're going in order alphabetically, but every mm -hmm. piece has been so different and had such a different background. <laughs> yeah, it. it's really yeah. cool to hear. So far, so good. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, well, I guess, I mean, for those of you noticing, there's not much news going on. We are having shorter shows than usual, so we're actually <laughs> going to hop into Haken's Islander Corner. It'll be a little bit longer since we've got a pretty good question with a lot of cool answers from people. But for everyone who doesn't know, every single week we ask our patrons on Patreon a question and read their answers out loud here on the show. This one, I couldn't remember if it was a repeat or not, but I thought would probably get some fresh answers here. What app would you add to the Nook phone? So Ooh. we've had this Nook phone for a while, and we have basically all the apps that are unlockable known at this point. Mm -hmm. So if we could add any more to the game, what would happen? I guess for this, we'll go Nina, then Sergio, then me. Okay. 
So our first one is from Taylor who says, I would love an Able Sisters app. Imagine being able to buy every color and variation of an item without going in and out of the dressing room. I would also love an automated bell dispenser app, an ABD app. Then you won't have to go to the next stop to get bells or deposit bells, which yes, (laughs) on both of these. I, I cannot believe we haven't gotten an Able Sisters update. It's so highly needed. Yeah, there, I mean, just that store is so hard to deal with, with Mm -hmm. anything new, you have to wear it and, you know, take off all your clothes in order to put it in your pocket again, (laughs) (laughs) or you have to run back to your closet back home. I guess, you know, if you're smart, you'll put a closet stealthily behind their shop that you can access (laughs) and you know just get rid of things that you don't actually want but wanted to buy for your catalog and that sort of thing but Mm -hmm. that store is just it's a lot to deal with and so just a little app would be pretty good how cool would it be too if you could like buy something on the app and then send it to a neighbor? That would be amazing. Yes. And I mean, to some extent, uh, there is the Nook shopping app, but there's also the limitations of like, you know, you can only really see what you've already bought, not so much what's in stock Mm -hmm. at the store right now. And you're limited to five things and it's sending to you tomorrow so yeah yeah, I think I think there's room for this app to work a little bit differently and let you scroll through the menu differently and just have an easier time with that for sure Mm -hmm. yeah nice so Brittany Coppin said definitely an ABD app it's such a pain to be shopping realize you need bells and have to trek over to city hall just to get some Yes, this is true. And sometimes it's like the smallest amount of bells that you need, but you <laughs> need to go over there just to get a few. And then also, if we go, if it was an app on the Nook phone, we would be able to access our bells uh, doing multiplayer at someone else's island, which yes. it's, mm-hmm. it makes so much sense, but we can't do it right now. Having to borrow bells is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people do that a lot. <laughs> I think I've borrowed bells from you, Nina. <laughs> I, the, I don't mind giving it to you, but you know, it's just like yeah. what I miss is the um the little credit card or debit card that we would have in City Folk. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that concept has not made a return since mm. then, and honestly, it's one that makes a lot more sense in this game. And a big reason is just our inventory is no longer 15 spaces. Like, we have 40 space inventory. There's room in my pockets for a debit card. I don't mind carrying that. Yeah. Uh, So our next answer is from Kakulu. And they said, I'd add text messaging with villagers. It'd count for their interaction for the day. So if you don't see them, they won't get sad. You could ask them where they are and find out if they're home or in the museum. I'd want it to be connected with the Nintendo app so we could text our villagers even if we can't play our Switch at the moment. They could randomly send us texts and memes. Text some, uh, texts from cranky villagers would be like, Is this Nook shopping? Bonsai Clippers. Search Bonsai Clippers. <laughs> want to buy Bonsai Clippers. <laughs> uh, this is a really cute, well thought out one, especially just like the the fact that it's so hard to find some villagers sometimes. You're yeah. running around checking all the shops, the museum, all the museum exhibits, and you're like, where are you? And then you finally find them just outside and behind a tree or something, <laughs> you know. Um, I did that 
on stream, one of my last streams, and that's just how it tends to go when you're looking for those villagers. This is genius. I, I think that, like, the peppy villagers would be really obnoxious on it, too, and be, like, constantly yeah. texting you. <laughs> I love the peppy villagers. <laughs> I think they'd be a lot of fun to text with. Yes. Man, and the smug villagers would, like, only send selfies. that'd be adorable i okay every single time um jackie and i run into cj we love when he clicks like he's taking the photos of you and i'm just like i wish he sent those photos to us like i want to see them and have a little selfie with cj on my wall oh it would be so cute Mm -hmm. one day (laughs) Um, Our next answer is from Kimbers, who says, I want an app that tells me what I have in storage, not just what I've bought in the past and can buy again, but nearly at capacity. I can't keep track of what I already have versus what I still need or could use. Mm. So, yes, this is Mm -hmm. unreal. And I like especially not just with storage, storage stuff, but also going back to Abel's sisters too I'm having to like keep all that info on my little app that I bought for Animal Crossing and it's it's exhausting and I've kind of given it up a little bit so it'd be really nice if this was part of the game yeah Yeah. for sure Mm -hmm. nice so Anna Eleanor said a flower app with a catalog of all flower species and their combinations to grow the hybrids so we can have them in hand and this app should have a meter showing the indication the indicators on how the flowers are doing I know this is too specific and probably weird but I love my flowers in Animal Crossing New Horizons and I haven't been able to grow green moms or purple hyacinths so frustrating yeah, Anna, that would be awesome. And I mean, I know some people want to experiment with the flowers on their own. So having the app would be optional, of course. But there's also different guides out there, you know, those images that you find online. And some are not as accurate as others. So it would be nice to have an official app on the game. You could trust it for sure. And you yeah. would know exactly what you needed to do. It'd be nice, too, if, like, once you got a combination, like, if the app tracked that, like, oh, you grew um, an orange rose today, it was because you put this yellow and this red one together. Like, if it, I don't know, it it just, that would be really cool if we could get something in depth. Yeah, I would especially love this because, you know, every time we get an app that tracks anything, I'm just like, I need to make sure I have every single thing tracked on this whole thing. (laughs) So I feel to me, it would give me a lot more to work toward and collect because, I mean, to this day, I have not been the biggest person with like breeding the flowers. I Mm -hmm. basically stuck to one that I liked and then just... (laughs) <laughs> you know, just enjoyed those. I, I really, I was a fan of all the new flowers added to this game. So yes. I haven't messed with like the older ones at all. Hmm. Yeah. So our next answer is from Trevi Boo. And they said, a messaging or texting app only available for villagers that no longer live Ooh. on your island Aww. would be a cute way to stay connected or in contact with them. Potentially the opportunity to invite them back over for a visit to the campsite or to move back to your town. Yes. Oh. Yes. This one's really cute. I really like, the, I don't know, because the, the game does hold on to some data, you know, about you, your past villagers and that sort of thing. So I feel like this shouldn't be too hard to implement, you know, just some way to keep characters connected to us, especially 
you know, when people are in that Eugene situation, Jackie let Eugene move, <laughs> and then she was like, oh, maybe I should get him back. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And you know, it would be cool if if those villagers moved to a friend's town, somebody that you know, some island, and you could stay in touch with them, and they would talk to your friend about, oh, you know, I I'm still uh, texting so and so, and if you could send them a gift too, and they actually mm. display it on their island over there, that would be awesome. <laughs> that could be <laughs> dangerous for some people. That's very true. picky about what their villagers have in their homes. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I'm for it. I think that's cute. I like that this kind of gives reason for the campsite. The campsite is fun when there's a person there, but yes. there's, you know, it's never happens very, yeah. <laughs> very little. So it, it would kind of make that blank spot in your town purposeful, which which would be so yeah. sweet to bring back people. Hmm. Yeah, I've been logging in for over a week now and it's just still nobody has visited my campsite i don't even remember the last time they visited so it's going to be a a little bit of a wait for me Mm -hmm. Uh um for the whim says i think it might be fun to almost like to have almost like a DoorDash where you can send or deliver yummy foods (laughs) to all your villagers it would be a fun update it would be fun to update it with different holiday-themed foods, too. That's Ooh, cute. <laughs> I mean, all these people are, are pretty much just trying to keep in contact with their villagers in a new and exciting way. This is cute, yes. too. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, Crossing Chap said, I think that once you complete the fossils, it would be a good reward for bladders to give you a fossil appraisal app on the Nook phone. It's less mm-hmm. fun to get them appraised once you know you're probably going to sell them anyway. And even if you plan to use them for decorating, it would be fun to be able to appraise them right where you dug them up. Yeah, that's true. That's a, actually that's a very mm-hmm. creative approach to fossils. Yeah, it would give you it would keep you motivated to keep digging them up. You could know what they are if you're sharing them with some friends that you know are looking for a certain something. It would be a quicker way to know what you got. Yeah, that's yeah cool. for sure. And this is like you know, this is something that we've never been able to do. Um, the first game was, of course, the worst when dealing with fossils. You had to mail them out and wait <laughs> yeah. a day to actually get it back. <laughs> um, so this would, you know, definitely speed up the process. And I do like that they specified you must get all these fossils appraised by yes. Blathers first. So, yes. you know, that still keeps you in contact with our favorite owl. Um, but you know mm. once we're done we don't really have to go in anymore it'd be fun <laughs> if it was a mini game too like if you actually did have to look at it and appraise them but as long as you were like taught to do it that that would be fun yeah that'd be really cool i wouldn't mind that our last answer is from hotaru and they said hmm that's a good question lately i could use an island locator i want to give a gift or lost item but they're nowhere to be found i hope when they make the next Animal Crossing, they hire all three of you. It would be the best ever. <laughs> oh, that's very nice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people really want ways to find their villagers, connect with them better, and, you know, just overall have fun with animals. They're the namesake of Animal Crossing. <laughs> so it makes sense to want more of them, you know? Yeah, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, once again... 
Thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode of Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Don't want the episode to end? Well, you can keep the conversation going by Nintendo switching over to our Discord. Just follow the link in the description and you can talk with other people who love Animal Crossing as much as you do, including Sergio, Nina, and me. Want to support the show in a bigger way and get your voice heard during the show? Visit patreon.com slash Nintendo. You can support our show with just $1, get special access to a secret room on Discord, join in on the Haken Islander Corner, and even read a monthly newsletter covering all things Haken and Chewy Plays. We really appreciate the support and put your money towards some great things on the show. Tuned in on YouTube, the comments are a great place to let us know your answers to the Haken Islander Corner. What app would you add to the Nook phone? If you dig what you hear, please KK slide over to that review section on your platform of choice. Let people know what they're missing out on. Haken is Wild Production, brought to you by Chewy, Sergio, Nina, and all of our patrons. We thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody. See you all next time. <laughs>